I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is Movies, Movies Against, Against Time. This is for talking for the fugitive. You ruined Schindler's Land all Jackie Chan movies. Boogie Nights. And Big Mama's House. What was our pick for the week? Raiders of the Lost Ark. I thought it was Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Was Indiana Jones in Raiders of the Lost Ark? I think I watched the wrong movie. (laughs) I think you watch the wrong movie every week. What is it with George Lucas and changing the name of his movies? I don't know. Post-making them. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people think this is a Steven Spielberg movie. Right, because he directed it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not his creation. No. He wanted to make a uh, James Bond movie. Right. I don't think I would like that very much. You don't like James Bond? I do like James Bond. You have never watched a James Bond movie. What's your favorite James Bond? Like which actor? Sean Connery, Roger Moore. P.S. Brosnan. Timothy Dalton. Craig. Craigson. (laughs) Daniel Craig. (laughs) Yeah, Daniel Craig. Not Craig Craig. No. I just think about this cool guy that always wears the tuxedos (laughs) and jumps out windows and always has a a, a rocks glass in his hand. Yeah. That's usually I think you're better off to stay neutral anyway because people have very strong opinions about that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, obviously the best one is Timothy Dalton. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of lean towards Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah, I heard he's actually three. The one that the one that played Indiana Jones's father in the fourth movie. Oh yeah, I I did like him in that one. That was good. Yeah, the third movie. Third? Oh yeah, third. That's right. The fourth one is the one we don't talk about. It's the one you don't talk about. You don't like it. I don't mind it. Bob loves Crystal Skull. It's actually his favorite Indiana Jones movie. Well, I don't know about that, but... I can't usually remember any Indiana Jones movie except the one with the little boy and the brains getting ate in. That's the second one. That's Temple of Doom, yeah. That's the only part I ever remember because it skeeved me out so bad. I was like, why would anyone want to eat a brain? Yeah, Temple of Doom has a lot of gross and hideous stuff in it. (laughs) It's like the one that you you can't unsee. (laughs) That's probably why it's far front in my head. Yeah, this one has a couple memorable scenes, like the the melting face and the you know the boulder that's been done and done and done by every. <laughs> and yeah, every I didn't parody. like Since. the melting face. That's where that lost me. What? I didn't like it. It looked too cheesy. Oh it, my! It, it kind of did. I mean, <laughs> it almost got an R rating because of that. Yeah, it because back then it was either PG or R. Yeah, there was no in between. Yeah. I think the melting face looks f- phenomenal, especially after we did Poltergeist and saw that face. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I just... Not a fan. And it's mostly practical. It's not like they did it any kind of CGI. Yeah. Except for the at the end when the ghost flying around. Yeah. They just... They, they made the mold of the guy's face, and then they layered it in, in almost like candle wax in different colors, and they laid in blue yarn... Yeah. To to add like veins. Look like yeah, veins. And yeah. It and looked stuff. I, I thought it looked great. Yeah, I mean for the way they did it it was pretty good. I mean, by today's standards it's not great, but right. the hat comes down after the face melts because it wouldn't fit anymore. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. I don't really like today's standards. <laughs> the one thing that killed well, I don't know. We'll wait. So he's it's just waiting it's, for it's, us to finish talking so she can say she didn't really like whatever it is we said. <laughs> it doesn't even <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I like I like that all the main characters wore pants for the 
the whole movie pretty much. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> you only got one sight of naked, as Bobby calls it. When did you see naked? When the villagers are running after Indiana Jones on the plane. Oh, the tribesmen. Yes, with oh. their little loincloths and everything. My daughter screamed off the wall, why are they naked? <laughs> Man, he turns on the afterburners in that scene. Yeah. It shows him running, and they're like right behind him. And he's like, start the plane. <laughs> and then it cuts back to him looking to see where the yelling's coming from, and he's got like a football's field distance. Yeah. Like he turned the afterburners on. <laughs> Gain some distance. Quick. Yeah. And then his the first time shows any kind of like irritation or fear is a snake on his legs. <laughs> yep. Which is a good reason to be in, unhappy. They set everything up so good in the beginning. It's just the the opening of this movie is so action packed. I think it's like the best opening of any movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. really good. It's right up there with the James Bond movies. Always start running action action scene. Yeah, and they set up the fear of snakes for that'll pay off later. Yep. <laughs> He'd make a good green beret. With that thought, because they have to work through all their fears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He worked through it. I feel like Indiana Jones is the is the superhero equivalent of a Boy Scout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And that whip is such a cool like tool for your hero to use. You don't really yeah. see anybody using whips, but he uses it perfectly. <laughs> and Mythbusters did a, a whole episode on it and, and like discovered that everything he does in the movie could be done. Yeah. It's all plausible. Yeah. I think the only other action hero... Kind of that uses a Zorro. Is there anyone else? Yeah, Zorro has a whip. He has a whip, but mostly he uses a sword. Yeah, I can't but say. But he's that. the yeah. only other one that even has one, I think. But yeah. yeah, like the Mask of Zorro, I saw him using it a lot. Yeah. The whip's an, an iffy one because of the implications. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if you want to use a whip in a lot of people's movies. <laughs> there's, there's only like... So much you can do with that, that without becoming yeah. kind and, of... And it's pretty... Tied to a different thing that happened in history. Yeah, unfortunately. But that opening scene where he goes in and steals the, the what, what do they call it again? I'm, uh, ju- I'm just going to say the statue. The golden head. The idol. <laughs> the golden statue. Uh, yeah. I've been calling it the idol. The way he instinctively knew about all the booby traps and everything. Yeah. And that guy. Oh, do you know that guy that was with him? Who that is? Alfred Molina. Yeah. Yeah. Doc, Doc Ock. Ock. <laughs> this was the first thing he ever appeared in. It's funny. He was telling a story about the tarantulas about how. The Wrangler put them all on him, and they weren't moving at all, and Spielberg's freaking out. What? They're not moving. It doesn't look real. And the Wrangler was like, well, if I put a female next to him. They're, yeah, they're all male. They, they'll all fight and stuff. So he does. He puts a female on him, and immediately they all just start vibrating and running around, jumping, <laughs> yeah, crawling across his face. Out. And Spielberg says to him, all right, act scared. And he's just like, I am fucking scared. <laughs> That's awesome how the Paramount Pictures logo fades right into the actual mountain. So well done. Of course, John Williams' score is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's always getting nominated for stuff. Yeah. The Jovitos are the. What the was it? He was nominated for the score in this movie, but I think something. No, he won in this one, didn't he? This one won a couple sound things. Like the, yeah. even the Foley, like the punch sounds and everything. Yeah. They're all so good. Yeah. <laughs> this movie does punch sound effects. I was telling you earlier, I was like, this mm-hmm. is so good. I guess they used. Like leather jackets all laid on top of each other and a belt they were smacking it with <laughs> to get the punch sound. Wow. That's an interesting thing to come up with for a sound like that. You wouldn't think it would yeah. make the right sound, but it really does. Hey, you'd think something like that, that'd be like some guy in a meat factory punching hides yeah. like, like Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's, it's kind of a cool rabbit hole to go down looking up Foley artists and how they make all the sounds. Yeah, You wouldn't think the way they do it. I took a bunch of little notes about the opening, like, like Indy's map that he's looking at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's how torn up and fragmented. He's like three pieces. <laughs> Look, they're right on his ass. Yep. 
I would have just drawn a new map, like put the original down and, and he looks up, it. And they're like a football field away. Yeah, he's moving. Yeah. He's leaving a trail of smoke while he's running. I mean, the, this one has, <laughs> and I noticed they all kind of have this. All three of the originals is that like that, they, like they, like the wall coming down, the door coming down. He's got to get to it real fast. It'll be coming down like to the point where there's maybe a foot left of space, and then he'll crawl up out of the pit, and there's still like four feet for him <laughs> to slide under. Like, so they splice together about six different days. Yeah, the timing for Indy <laughs> is so lucky and and generous. Like when he's fighting in the bar, when he first meets up with uh, Marion, yeah, the one guy pulls the pistol on him and just has it aimed at him. Then he turns around, notices it, and, and we're talking like three seconds go by, and then the guy gets shot by Marion. It's like he <laughs> did he not know where the trigger was? Was he looking for the trigger? Is he just trying to threaten you first? Yeah, very generous with the timing on this one. <laughs> Karen Allen should look familiar. We oh just, yeah, she was in the last movie. She was just in Scrooge. Scrooge yeah. Yeah. She was Claire. She's great in this. She is. She's yeah. really good. She was in this one and the third movie. She wasn't in the second one. Right. And I think she's in the fourth one too. Oh yeah. Which yeah. is weird because he's supposed to have a, a interest in her before that. So you think it would be in the prequel. Right, yeah. Not so much. Yeah, he doesn't really have a great relationship with her. No. In the first movie, they apparently broke up some way. Well, because he was dating her. He was like 23 and she was like 12. And the third movie is the same situation. And the fourth movie is the same situation. Pop's just going <laughs> to let that go. He's not going to pay attention. <laughs> what was it? She I was, was 12. Really? What? No. Yeah. Did you not? There's a whole thing. When Larry Kasdan, George Lucas, and Spielberg all kind of wrote this together, they had like a document where everything they said got recorded, and Lucas was hell-bent that he wanted her to be 12. First, he started with 11, <laughs> and he worked up with 12. And everybody's like, well, I don't know, because that's pretty young, and it could be a problem. And Well, anything over 16 won't be interesting. I don't know so, say that. So that's why when you, we see her, <laughs> and I think it was Larry Kasdan that kind of like, okay, I'm going to get rid of that idea and just put in, I was a child, I didn't know what I was doing, and he was like, you knew what you were doing. Yeah. They just don't talk about the fact that Lucas wow. wanted her to be 12. It's a good thing not to talk about. Because yeah. nice. that makes you kind of wonder what he's thinking. Lucas is like, you know what we need for a leading man hero is a real pedophile. That's yeah. something people need to get behind. There would have been problems with that. At least you could probably get out of the bunch. The ones that don't have problems with are probably pedophiles. So at least you can look in the right direction. <laughs> wow. This must be like history teacher's favorite movie. Because they see themselves in it. Like, yeah, you I know can... what's weird about his class? He's teaching like an archaeology class, right? Right. Like, like a, a history or slash archaeologist class. You notice like 98% of the class is all girls? They all have crushes on him. Especially that one that was in the front <laughs> yeah. row with her batting her eyes. So and it says, weird. love you on her eyelids. Did yeah. you catch Every that? Every time she closed oh, yeah. her eyes. Yeah, yeah, of course I caught that. I don't know if Lucas thinks that's what girls do. But <laughs> I've never seen a woman write words on her eyelids before for someone. <laughs> no. I really hate the idea of my eyes being touched. Like, it's my least favorite thing. <laughs> I couldn't imagine sitting there trusting somebody with a pen or a mascara line <laughs> trying to write words without poking me. It would have not So you be immediately okay. went to someone did it for her. Yes. In my head, I'm trying to figure out the logistics. I'm like, do you close one eye and then write the word and then close the other while eye? staring in a mirror writing yeah, backwards. how could you do that? No, you get your <laughs> girlfriend to do it because that's what girls yeah. do. <laughs> what about the one kid that drops the apple all pissed off? Yeah. The only thing I thought about that was that wouldn't happen in today's society because he's like thinking about eating the apple. You saw that he was thinking about it. And I was like, teenager drops the apple right now. COVID season. They're just tossing the apple. <laughs> They're not even going to bother trying to wash I it. I thought he was jealous over the girl that was going after Indy. 
Yeah, I didn't know. If you're jealous, was, why are you giving him an apple? Weird. It was just weird. Like, he already brought it for him. Oh, yeah. And then he noticed that stuff going on. And he's like, here, dickhead. <laughs> See, you think nice, and I'm thinking the oil's poisoned. <laughs> yeah, he's going to poison him? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think children just automatically give their teachers things nicely. Even before this, when when, when the first guy turns on Indy, I love the, how he introduces him. He, he's totally in silhouette, and you just hear the music. When you see a silhouette, that's the best way to introduce your character. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> and then the guy it was such a catchy tune. <laughs> yeah. The guy pulls the pistol out, he hears the you know, the hammer click, turns around and whips him. Why does he still continue with with Alfred Merlina's character? <laughs> yeah. Like you know the guy saw him pull the gun out and didn't say shit to warn you. Yep. Here, you're still on my side. No, yeah. you're not. <laughs> to the point where you trust him at the end like that. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to leave that cave. But it is great the way they tie up those ends. The guy that pulled the gun on him, he gets, we see he got shot with darts and killed by the tribesmen. Yep. Molina, who, his name is something weird. It's like Satipa or Satipo. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I, I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. Even Indy says it wrong. When he says adios, when he finds his body, he goes, adios, Sapato. And it's like yeah. not the name. <laughs> it looks like Satipo. Yeah. The way it's written. We first see Belloc. I like Belloc. He's a good character in this. Paul Freeman. Yeah. Indy's nemesis. Yeah. He reminded me of uh, Jordan Peterson. See, Indy's in the archaeology game to bring stuff to museums and cap like capture history. The other guy's in it just to make money off Yeah. Of Belongs in a museum. I love Molina's scream at the Forest Dale, the, the guy that came before them. He's like, this is as far as he got. My old competitor. They see the body come out because he, he's like, don't go in the light. Right. And then the spikes come out and we see... His old competitor there on the body, and Melina's just like, ah! <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a really good scream. Yeah, that was a real good scream. We get the two goons from Army Intelligence. I, I kind of got a kick out of that. They're like, "What's the staff of Raw?" And he's like, "Well, staff is basically a stick." Like, yeah, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> yeah, that was great. So I don't know if we said, but this is time wise. It's supposed to be around World War II. Yeah, 1937. Yeah, 36 or 37. I 36. I, it's weird because Temple of Doom is one year before. Is it really? Yeah. I wish huh. there was less Nazis in the movie. I think that's why they did it one year before because Lucas didn't want it to be Nazis again. Good, because <laughs> yeah. they really irritate me after a while. Yeah. <laughs> the, what about the Nazi monkey? <laughs> yeah, that was great. What what psychopath <laughs> teaches a monkey to zig heil for a movie? I don't know. They say they taught him to do it and he can do it, but it was so troublesome trying to make him do it. Yeah, because they had they had they kind of had to trick him with a grape. Yeah, it, <laughs> it looks like he's kind of reaching out for a grape. That's fine because you shouldn't <laughs> teach your monkey to sing aisle. Yeah, I don't think I I caught that the first couple times, even couple times I've seen this movie. Yeah, it's so quick, and then the other yeah. guy like Zikhiles him back, and then wonders why he's doing it. Like, what am yeah. I? <laughs> it's funny because it makes Nazis look stupid, but still, the fact that you had to make a monkey do that. Yeah, so he escapes the tribesman, gets back to the college, and he's trying to go on another mission. Or another outing. Oh, to go back and get the he treasure he wants lost. To, yeah, he immediately wants to go follow Belloc to yeah. where he would sell it. Yeah, try and get it back. Which it looks like he's probably going to get the okay to do it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the U.S. military representatives show up. Start telling him about the Ark and how the Nazis are trying to hunt it. Talking about the city of Tennis. <laughs> now, he, now he gets all amped up about it. <laughs> now he really wants to go. I don't understand how he has time to be a teacher. Yeah. It's part time. <laughs> we get that scene of him at his house. He's in like 
a smoking jacket. A lot of the weird leftovers in this that leave more questions than answers are because they had to cut stuff. Oh yeah. So like when he when he when the guy from the museum originally shows up at his house telling him the army wants him to go, he was supposed to be having a date with a student. <laughs> that makes wow. more sense. How all of them were so uh, yeah <laughs> lovey eye yeah. about him before. Thank yeah. God there was at least one level-headed dude on the, on the set that was like, maybe we won't make her 12. Maybe he's not dating his students. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we can make him someone we can like. Isn't he just like, yeah. what was it? Was it Egon that was just like that wanted to date his students or was it the other one? I know Egon always wanted to get away from the secretary. No, not no, that, that one. was oh. Bill Murray's character. Yeah, him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a, he was a, we mentioned that. We're like, oh, well, he's a real yeah, he was, <laughs> piece he was of shit. Yeah. <laughs> But another thing they had that was left over that they kind of just cut around was the fact that he was supposed to be a drunk. I don't know why they would do it. Why do they keep throwing bad stuff at him? I don't know. You got to make him interesting. <laughs> you know what? Let's have him. He's globetrotting, looking for these items, and he's a teacher, and also he does dogfighting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why? Why dogfighting? All right, then he's a terrorist. Why? <laughs> Maybe they didn't want anyone to look up to him. Human slave trading? Human slave trading? Can we, <laughs> yeah. you do that? Can we level? <laughs> oh, man. I do not like this upcoming scene. Yeah. We, I mean, it's great. We, we see Marion having like a drinking contest with some huge dude. Yeah. And that's all fun. But when when the Inquisitor shows up with his goons, yeah. those are white men. Completely dolled up to look like <laughs> ethnic people. And yeah. that's bad looking back. Yeah. That irritated you. What irritated me was the head guy. He reminded me of the one at the end of Roger Rabbit that got yeah. mowed over. <laughs> like, that's exactly the five I got. And I was like, I don't like you in that role. Yeah. I want you to be something different. <laughs> <laughs> he plays a good creep. Yeah. You heard who they had originally to play Indiana, right? Yeah. And you know, it's one of the times where I can't say, oh, it would have been a totally different movie. Like, I feel like it could have worked as well. Yeah, I, th- I think the character itself would have been a little different. He would have played it differently. Yeah, but I he's think because I, I saw I saw some of the screen tests. Okay, and and he's a lot more. He's la- like everything he says is louder. He's not as soft spoken. Yeah, we should say for Tom, Tom Selleck. Yeah, Tom Selleck. He he was cast. Yeah, he but, he had it. He was going to do it. Yeah, but he was tied to a contract with what was it? CBS. Yeah, Magnum PI. Magnum PI. Yeah, it was somebody else for Marion too, but I forget who it was. I love her in this. This is she. Yeah. She has something about her that you can't you can't recreate with a different. She actor. said something about after they finished filming and and time went by and she saw the final product. She said she she felt like they were making a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> she said she loved it, but she thought it was like the movie was going to turn out totally different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Indiana shows up at her bar. You just see his silhouette in the shadow. Yep. The person that did the <laughs> outfit for him, the leather jacket and the hat. When she was designing the wardrobe for him, she wanted it specifically to look like where you could recognize it just from the shadow. Yeah, and it it works. <laughs> yeah, that silhouette you you can put that in any movie, any yeah. any movie. I don't care if it's a Marvel movie. You're that, gonna know who that man the is. The hat itself is pretty unique. It's a fedora, but it's kind of cut a little bit differently. Yeah, she went to a hat maker in a s- specific country where it was the only place they made that one and got bought them there. So Sylvia called it the moment <laughs> I walked out of the room, but Bob hasn't noticed yet. I'm in full Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I even got my side adventure pack. <laughs> I just don't have a hat. Nice. This is the closest I could find. I didn't have a t-shirt this time, so I was yeah. like, well, I'm just going to put on an Indiana Jones outfit. <laughs> yeah, I was a kid when I saw this, and I wanted a whip immediately. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> this time watching it, obviously I had to watch it three times this week because of Sapphire, but... 
this time watching it was the second time I've ever watched this movie. Really? <laughs> yeah. How long ago was the first time? It must have been when I was a real little kid. And it, it, a lot of these are just someone had me watch it when I was too young to appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think even people now, like kids now that have heard of it but don't bother to go back and see it or yeah. missing out. <laughs> I have a problem with a lot of these older movies because I had ADHD. Well, yeah, I guess you don't get rid of it. But I have ADHD, so sitting down for an, a two-hour movie is torturous for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, though. There's enough variety throughout the whole movie to keep you oh, yeah. involved in it. <laughs> The pacing, we always talk about pacing. This thing is like a, a master class in pacing. Yep. It's right at two hours, but it doesn't feel like it. Right. Until, all right, I think the third time Marion gets kidnapped, it starts to feel like, all right, well, how long <laughs> are we going to be in? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because she's, she, she's not played like a, like a damsel in distress. She has very, she, you see her taking care of herself, but yet she gets kidnapped three times. In this yeah, movie. I know, yeah. She just has too many people coming after her all angles. Oh, yeah. Every guy wants her. You had said that. Like, can't they find a different? No, because there's only two women in the whole movie, and one of them's married to <laughs> Salas. Feel so bad for her. Yeah. They had to fly to Nepal to find her. <laughs> the only other woman in the world. Not counting his class, of course. I don't think he ever would have gone seeking her out if her father wasn't the one he was looking for. I'm glad they didn't make her wear tons of makeup and stuff like that. I'm glad they kept her natural. Yeah, I think she's Shia LaBeouf's mom in the fourth one. I won't yeah, go back and watch it. I think so, yeah. yeah. I'll watch the fifth one, because I'm sure Shia LaBeouf won't be in it. Yeah, he's Indy's son. Yeah. Which Harrison Ford made a statement. He didn't want... He does, he wants the Indiana Jones series to end when he's done with it. It should. Like, he doesn't want anybody else to replace him in the future like they've done with all the James Bond movies. Yeah. Maybe 10, 20 years later, they have someone that could really do it. Yeah. It's hard to say because we don't know what it's, film technology is going to be in 20 yeah. years. And if they screw it up, people are going to hate. It's just going to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually the, or well, we're now 2022, but last year was the 40th anniversary of this one. Yeah. They're, they're currently making the fifth one. Yeah. He injured his shoulder doing it. Yeah. It got delayed. I think, I think it's been delayed a few times because originally I heard it was going to be released in 2019. Yeah, now it's 2023. <laughs> or, or 2020. Yeah, now it's 2022. You could see the guy that was left there with the eyes. That's makeup to make him look like he has those eyes. And that sucks. Yeah. You couldn't find an actor that... It's like there, there, there's people out there that would like to have those roles. Not always... Was this at the time where they could or they're <clears throat> still fighting against having different races in movies? What is because it, 81? 81, no. I don't, I don't know it was that bad then. We just had bad decision making yeah <laughs> just bad thought process altogether i'm sure they didn't mean anything by it but you put a guy in brown face yeah 40 years later we're gonna look back and be like man there must have been an actor that, that could have filled mistake. that role yeah, yeah. <laughs> but being that they were traveling around the world too we we're probably limited on how many people could go or wanted to go yeah just for a bit part it's so bad <laughs> i love john reese davies yeah he's great that's another one that was already cast and the exact same thing with Magnum P.I. He was he was in a contract to someone else. Uh, who? Danny DeVito. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I love Danny DeVito. It would have, again, been a different character. Yeah, yeah. I love Danny sure. DeVito, but I, I like John Rhys-Davies. Yeah. This, this is, he was great in this. I would be interested to see how Tom Selleck would have done it. That probably ruined Tom Selleck's career. <laughs> if he had done the first Indiana Jones, it'd be a whole different path. Yeah. I mean... A lot of Harrison Ford changed. already had Han Solo. He already had his huge 
Yeah, Spielberg was begging CBS to let him have Selleck for this movie, and and CBS got the idea because he wanted him so bad. He must be a hot commodity, so then they decided yeah. for sure they're not going to let him out of the contract. And now he just does those <laughs> Jesse Stone movies. Yeah. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen any of those. There's like freaking 15 of them, apparently. Private detective movies, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just you see quickly down under and you wonder why why didn't this guy become like a leading man he had everything he needed to have yeah thanks Magnum PI <laughs> <laughs> Magnum PI still made him a millionaire yeah I mean he's not he's not too hard off <laughs> and he was at that show Blue Bloods Blue Bloods he, he just was, stayed in TV he was on Friends for a couple of seasons yeah I like TV TV's fine <laughs> yeah well now it's like you don't want it it used to be people would oh man I do stand-up comedy for a few years and finally get a sitcom and then i made it yeah. now it's like oh i have a sitcom there goes my career <laughs> yeah. that's why when you get one you want it to go for te- at least 10 years yeah <laughs> you want that uh i think it's three seasons or it's a certain amount of episodes yeah i forget well, i'm how saying many. to like set you up for life yeah there's a if certain you get through of- 10 seasons and you don't blow all the money you made you're doing good yeah there's a certain <laughs> amount of episodes that when you hit that benchmark it becomes in syndication you, okay. Now it'll replay after you're done, and you'll always get paychecks from right. like friends. That'd be awesome. Right, yeah. Frasier, Cheers, anything that just kind of has replays, right? Or reruns, I mean, like Supernatural. Yeah, all Simpsons should be making bank on their set. voices. Yeah, well, Simpsons yeah. is still going. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're going to make bank with them. They don't have a poo anymore, but that's fine. <laughs> Solace is is uh, his name, right? Sa- oh, Sala. His family's huge. He's got, what, 47 kids? <laughs> yeah. What did he say? 10, Please, something like that? Yeah. 8, 10 kids. So many. That poor woman. I guess he's been in a ton of stuff, but the first thing I thought of when I saw him, sliders. Yeah, sliders. Yeah. <laughs> that and uh, Fellowship of the Ring. He's Gimli. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the first thing I recognize him, too, is sliders. Yeah. That's something else people... Like that's an older show that a lot of people have forgotten. Know about. nothing about that one. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of those shows that ended up re- rerunning on Sci-Fi for a while. Yeah, it's like no one ever knew they existed. Look at the Eureka guy. Yeah, he just does Maytag commercials I now. No, wonder if Sci-Fi has some weird thing attached to their <laughs> their contracts. <laughs> where like once you do a show with us, your career is going to be over. That's it. You're done. Yeah, you may not act again, <laughs> even though they're hit shows. Yeah. <laughs> Indy has a weird line reading this one. I feel like it must be ADR. <clears throat> like they didn't have Harrison Ford on the day. Oh, yeah. It's when they're walking through the marketplace right before the big fight where she gets kidnapped the first time. <laughs> and the monkey's like on her back and they're walking. He's like, do we have to keep the monkey? It takes off running and she kind of is looking to see where it's going. And he hands her. He's like, here, have a date. <laughs> and she's oh, yeah. still looking and she's like, what? what is this? And he goes, it's a date. You eat them. Like he has this weird line read. Just the way he says, you eat them. <laughs> His voice gets all high. I don't know. I didn't really catch that. That monkey confused me because I know it was on the side of the bad people, but then like later on when she gets captured and he's sitting in the bar because he thinks she died, he looks sad. Like he looks like he didn't want her to die. What about the guy who owns the monkey? The yeah. most bad guy looking as bad guy ever. <laughs> Yeah, and he's going Heil Hitler and raising his arm, but he looks like he's, he's not a Nazi. Yeah, I forget where they're supposed to be, but he looks like he's a local. Like, and and he's always following Indy. Like he, yeah, you stand out the most, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he sends his monkey. Yeah, yeah, everybody's running around in white robes and white towels on their head, and he's got the red and blue. Yeah, that that monkey, by the way, 
you had mentioned you didn't know if he was a good bad. It's a bad monkey. Well, I said I know it's a bad, <laughs> yeah. but he seems like he said like when he when she gets kidnapped and everything, and he's drinking at the bar. He looks like he's sad. Are we sure that's the same monkey? It's the same monkey that ate the dates and died. I'll never trust a monkey right, again. Right, but is it the same monkey that set her up and told them she was hiding in the basket and all that? Yeah. Yeah, same <laughs> monkey. Poor thing died. Yes. You know what? It's an evil monkey and good riddance. <laughs> I don't like the monkey. I like the monkey. I'll never trust a monkey again. He did serve a purpose at the end, so. Yeah. He saves Indy. He was the food tester. Now, how do you guys feel about the Big Bang Theory made it a big, big thing? Oh, yeah. The, the fact the everything that everything he did didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> if Indiana Jones never went, everything happens the same. Yeah. The only thing that might be different is she might have just died because she didn't know to shut her eyes. That, but also they didn't know to go to her bar until they followed him. True. So she wouldn't even have been in the movie, so she would have been safe. So maybe she wouldn't have died. And they never would have found a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. So it's all his fault. He should have just stayed put. But you know what else wouldn't have happened if he didn't? <clears throat> is there'd be no movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess that doesn't bother me. Like it, It's a clever little thing to realize. Plus, plus at the end, when, when, when the Nazis all got killed by the box, he's the one that would have called in U.S. military to come and rescue him and, and recover the box. Right. If he didn't do that, the Germans would have went looking for their soldiers and found the box. Yeah. Yeah. So he... He made a difference. <laughs> he matters. <laughs> hmm. I just thought it was funny. They're like, we have somebody expecting the box. They're qualified at the end. And it's just all these boxes. And you're kind of wondering what's in every single yeah. one of these boxes. What do you have put away that you don't have time to yeah, get? Yeah, yet? really. It's, it's an awesome ending. It's an awesome beginning. It's just the Even idea in the, that, in the fourth movie at the beginning when they go when the Russians go to and bring him into that U.S. warehouse, yeah, to find the crystal skull. On the way out, when they crash through a bunch of boxes, you can see the arc. <laughs> the box got smashed open, and it's like you can see half of it. You can see the arc in Red Notice. <laughs> really? Yeah, the movie with The Rock and, and Ryan Reynolds on Netflix. I watched that. Was that in there? Yeah. There's just one quick. It's it's a it's a cameo like. Easter egg. Really? Yeah, that's the exact box with the exact numbers on it. Huh. Nice. <laughs> kind of a fun little thing they put in there. And now we have the guy, the sword fight guy in the middle of the marketplace. One of the most famous facts about this movie. Yep. That was pretty much made up on the spot. Yeah. That was supposed to be this long drawn out sword fight scene. And Harrison Ford was actually sick when they were ready to getting ready to do it. Yeah. He had dysentery. He was he His said, stomach was all messed up. Anytime leaving the trailer for longer than 10 minutes was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so he came up with the idea, what if I just shoot him? <laughs> I have a pistol. Wouldn't I just shoot the guy? And Spielberg's like, yeah, that's great. I love it. The problem is that poor dude did months of choreography to get that sword fight scene. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. If you look at that, his IMDb, it's like that's the last thing he did. Like he just really? gave up on acting. <laughs> Fuck this. This sucks. <laughs> I had him all covered up anyway. You couldn't see his face. Yeah. I can't wait. This is going to be my big moment. I'm not sure it would have made a difference. <laughs> I mean, you woke up that morning, go to set to have your big fight scene. Yeah. And then Harrison Ford is just like, I'm just going to shoot him. <laughs> That's like one of the most iconic scenes in this movie. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty much an accident, but it's hilarious. Yeah. All the chase scenes are great. Yeah. The fact that they put this in the 1930s is what makes it awesome. I think if they had done it in like 81... Yeah, when they made it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been as good. Even though there's a point in uh, well, we actually just passed the scene 
<laughs> where there's just a guy in a t-shirt and jeans walking around. <laughs> they even have jeans in the 30s? No. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> not like that. So the monkey gets her kidnapped. They chase her through. Now he thinks she's dead because the truck flipped over and blew up. Yeah. No, she wasn't in that truck, though. <laughs> when he yeah, when he finds out that she's alive, he says, oh, you must have switched baskets. <laughs> what? Why would she do that? <laughs> I think he's, Thinking that I, I thought, they he, I thought he said baskets. they must have switched baskets. Yeah. Like they did it to confuse him. Okay. Maybe. I thought that's what he said. I don't know. The whole basket thing seems kind of like a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, we either run, running through the streets with her in a basket on top of their shoulders. Yeah, like I feel like she could have got out of there. I mean, she might have fell down and all, but just she'd have got out of the basket. Just lean to the left or the right. They're <laughs> yeah. not going to be able to hold you. <laughs> Rock back and forth a little. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't even imagine the strength it takes to hold those baskets up <laughs> to move around. That takes probably years of training your body to be able to do. That. I don't know how he didn't cause a riot when he was knocking all those baskets out of those guys' hands. <laughs> I know. Uh, he's just killed like three guys already. And then he meets up with, and yeah, does that with the baskets. Then he meets up with Bellic in that bar and he's like, I'm going to kill you here. He's like, oh, it's a little public place for a murder. He just killed like four people. No one cared. He knocked over everybody's <laughs> baskets. Yeah. And then the kids come and save him, which I thought was very brave. Yeah. Those poor children. Terrible father sending his kids in there with all his guns. <laughs> mm-hmm. They didn't realize whose children they were. I guess not. I wonder if they were all Salah's kids. Yeah. They were. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's what I was saying. I, I was wondering that. if they realized whose kids they were. Because I feel like if you're going to kill people and you're going to do all this bad stuff, you're not going to care. But that was the person that's doing the digging for him. Yeah. Sala, Sala gets away with some shit in this movie. <laughs> they catch Sala twice helping Indy. And after both those times, Sala's just running around having his own free will. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. They never punish him for it. He's the best digger. But he even says, when he, when he says that, he goes, you're the best digger. I knew they'd come to you. He's like, my services aren't even required anymore. They hired every strong back to, <laughs> pretty much, they're not they're not digging in the way ar- like archaeologists would. Now they're right, just yeah. using a bulldozer to get a china cup. Right. So he's not actually working for them anymore. He just pops <clears> in and out. <throat> yeah, I had a real hard time taking notes in this one. I did not want to look away from the screen to write. So who do you think would win in a fight? Han Solo or Harrison Ford? Ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Han Solo is the answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Han Solo or Indiana Jones? Han Solo. Why? Because I feel like Indiana Jones, it's more out of luck, and Han Solo is more out of training. <sighs> I think Indy'd win. I think Indy'd win. I think Indy first has more all, tools. First of all, the actor behind the two characters likes Indy more. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. I like the one where I'm the main star better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He always seems to like have attitude about Star Wars. Yeah. Like every interview I've ever seen him in, anybody says anything about Star Wars, he immediately acts irritated. I mean, I don't know if he's putting it on or or what the deal is, but he always seems bugged about it. He strikes me as the type of dude that would hate fanboys. Like, <laughs> yeah. like anyone that would go nuts about, uh, excuse me, but in episode three, when like anyone that would yeah. do that, I feel like he would just immediately, I wish I never did that. There was a picture of him wearing a shirt that says, yeah, I'm Han Solo and Blade Runner. Get over it. <laughs> I know he didn't like doing Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah, we did that one. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's just it's just so much movie. It's it's what movie making used to be. I love it. All the matte painting and everything. Yeah. Like when that we talked about that last scene where you see all the boxes in the warehouse. Every box you see is painted. Yeah. Well, it, I mean there's some there's some setup in there where right around where they're standing, but the whole yeah. where it looks like that thing goes on for a mile. Yeah, yeah. when he's walking with it's the box. It's a huge mural. 
all the only thing in that picture that's really there is the floor he's walking across. All those boxes are painted on the glass in front yeah. of the camera. And that just shows how good these artists are yeah. <laughs> that can make it look like it's part of the room. Do they do that very much? Not anymore? anymore. Now they just use CGI, no. which it's makes like, it look like. Sh- that's what I was saying earlier. That most of the movies now, you, you're like saying from this time standpoint, it doesn't look as good. And I'm just thinking, I hate the movies now. <laughs> they all suck with what they do, unless they really take time, and most of them don't. It's just yeah. everything's computer. Like I rather watch any Disney movie that's original than one made within the next year. I don't care what it is. It doesn't look as good as the drawn stuff. Well, that yeah, like they make that mistake with Lion King. the The remake of Lion King was hot garbage. Really? Yeah. Because they they didn't see it. They didn't add anything. You don't to need it. to. They didn't change the songs. They didn't change any word of dialogue. Really? It's all the exact same movie, but with realistic looking animals that aren't realistic looking because they're CGI. And <laughs> and you lose something when you get rid of the cute eyes. Yeah. Now it's just a bunch of crappy looking animals doing the same movie. Nothing's new. <laughs> Like at least when they remade Aladdin, they they added to it. They they changed it. Yeah, that one didn't come out bad. That yeah. one was pretty good. Still, I mean, I I can't say I remember it like I do the original Aladdin, but at least it was a different movie. Yeah, Lion King they did the same movie word for word, but with not cute animals. But yeah, I just feel like if you watch if you if you sit here and watch Raiders of the Lost Ark and then put on the Crystal Skull, you'll see a huge difference. Oh yeah, it's like there's first of all in Raiders the guy. Indy shoots a guy in the forehead, and you see the blood come down. There would be no blood in, in Crystal Skull. Right. <laughs> and I just don't like when they add aliens. <laughs> Even uh, Spielberg hated it. Really? Yeah. Spielberg and Harrison Ford both were like, yeah, I wouldn't have added aliens. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, I get what they were doing. Was it um, not Star Wars, but the other one where they traveled to different planets? Uh, Stargate? Yes. They had that idea that the, they're trying to explain that the aliens are the ones that created all yes. these, like the pyramids. Like I get what they're trying kind of to do, but this is not that type of movie. Yeah, yeah. The first three movies were somewhat more realistic. I, you have to stay on the scientific part of this movie. Yeah, not go even, into even the, the third one wasn't too scientific. British. <laughs> yeah, the third one's fun. Yeah. I I like the third one. I think this is my favorite. I think Raiders is my favorite. Yeah. But the third one has a lot of. I mean, it's got Sean Connery, so yeah, it's gonna be better. <laughs> it it kind of messed me up watching this because I remembered the bad guy turn with the woman in the third one. So the whole time, poor Marion, I'm just I'm just waiting for her to turn on him. <laughs> I gave her no chance. She gets in the worst positions in this movie. And poor then when God. he's when he's about to cut her loose, when he finally finds her in that tent, oh, and, yeah. and then he stops, I'm like, oh, that's right, he figures it out. She's on their side. No, <laughs> just so burnt by that lady in the in the third. Yeah, that would, I mean, it would have given him any time to try and find the ark. Yeah, yeah, they would have immediately been on him as soon as they realized she was gone. Like every time he chooses this stupid box over her every time <laughs> one gotta, time he's got to keep the nazis from getting the box one time how do you figure one time it was the time he was going to cut her loose and then didn't <laughs> and then when he went to rescue her he could blow up the box right then but he decides uh, not to because he can't ruin something that's historical i don't know how well it would have went if he shot the rocket at all those people i don't know if she would be rescued. i feel like <laughs> you're helping the war effort but if you kill her with a rocket it wasn't like she was standing 40 feet away from everybody else. They were all next to the box. No, but if the Nazis got it, it would have been horrible. So he should have killed her, too. She would have been fine. Every female's fine. She's the last okay. surviving female. 
They're not going to get rid of her. She has to reprocreate the whole country from how this movie goes. That's true. She is the only woman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She'll be fine. <laughs> they have to go to America to get some women, it seems like. They don't have any in their country. One thing that confused me on this one was, how, how did the Nazis get a copy of the head the headpiece to the staff? Because when he the burned burn it, on his it hand. burned into his hand. See, I thought he showed up with that burn afterwards, and it was the other side they didn't have. I don't think so. It was he only when had they were one the side f- on the burn. Indiana Jones had the actual thing, so he had both mm-hmm. sides. Um, so they went by the directions on the one side of where to put it, or the height of the staff. For some reason, watching it, it felt like they, they were already looking there, and then he showed up with the other half on his hand, and that's how they found out that it would be in different... I guess not, because then they see him dig, which is yeah. so stupid. He, they're all digging... Like 17 feet away from where it's supposed to be. And then you see Indy with a whole crew digging there and no yeah. one notices. Well, yeah. they did it at the dead of night where, when they were supposed to be stopping. So everyone was inside, but he was up torturing Miriam. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, they're digging at the dead of night, but they're also digging during the day. They start digging during the day. Yeah. I think because everyone was working, they didn't realize it. I thought it was kind of weird when Indy does go into the map room and put the staff in that hole. That mm-hmm. the hole was completely covered with sand. Yeah, you kind of just brushed it off a little bit. Yeah, like they didn't use the same hole. Yeah, no, they didn't. Because the hole was based on the measurements from both sides of the medallion. Well, the staff the is sta- based on the, the length of the, the height staff. of the staff. But you, I don't know. There were so many different holes. Maybe they just had the wrong one. Yeah, but. Well, I don't understand where they know where anything was. Because when he puts the staff in, he's using the light from the sun to see exactly where anything is. Right. So it's just confusing how the hand worked anyway. Well, my point was if they if they had also done that, but theirs was a little too tall, so they were going, you know, a yeah. little bit past it, you'd think they'd have to use the same hole. But that hole that he used, which he looked at the markings yeah. to make sure it was the right one, hadn't been used. Right. So it's like they shouldn't have been anywhere near. Yeah, even if they had the right height of the staff. It wouldn't have worked. Yeah. yeah. Unless they had a sandstorm. Maybe. Which it is Egypt, so. <laughs> who knows how many people have been tromping around in there kicking dirt all over the place yeah <laughs> i mean apparently anybody's allowed in they, they aren't guarding it at all yeah even when they find uh what's his name so sala sala yeah even when they find him holding the or standing by the rope when indy's down there they they drag him away they make him pull up the rope all that and never look in they the never hole. consider that someone's in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's able to come right back to it with a new rope yeah he didn't get very much punishment in this movie for the things he did Oh, this is the part where there's an Easter egg. That was so weird. I was like, "Why? It's not even Easter." <laughs> Did you see it in the uh, movie? The R two D two and C three PO. Yeah. No, but I've seen the image so much online that yeah. I just knew it was somewhere around. You see there. it right when they're lifting it out, and it's really only for a split second. Oh, okay. I thought I saw an Easter egg towards the end, but I I, I may have. Like, I, I'm actually glad we have it playing on silent so I could see again. <laughs> when they're tied to that stick, it looks like they're tied to a pole and then the top of the pole it looks like they have cut off r2's head and stuck (laughs) it to it really yeah we'll see it towards the end but it just looks weird maybe it's a light and i just saw it wrong but it looks like r2d2's head at the top of the pole maybe something that's that's one i never heard of yeah i heard there was an image of leia on one of the walls too with the with the buns on each side of her yeah (laughs) that one i didn't see oh wow did they use real snakes for that or did they okay (laughs) I was wondering. They started off with, what did they say, 2,000? 
and Spielberg said it didn't look like enough. Yeah, it didn't look like the whole so room they, was covered. They went up to seven thousand snakes. I don't see how they got them all back. Like, <laughs> if it's all different Wranglers, how does yeah. everybody get their own snakes back? I don't know. Unless they just kept track of what type they had and just kept that type. Yeah. <laughs> they also had thrown in a bunch of bike tire stuff too. Like you, you can't tell because it's like quick flashes, but. A lot of the, it's snakes, but then there's bike tires that look like snakes. Like the inner tubes or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's gross. You see people online talking like, oh, you can see the glass between him and the snake. And I'm watching it on DVD. You can only, I think the DVD part, I think they remastered it. Maybe that's why. I was going to say, I'm watching it in high quality and but I don't see the only no time glass. I ever saw it was on during behind the scenes footage. Uh and you can see a couple specks of sand that got kicked up on the glass. They said at one point that Cobra actually spit poison at the glass. <laughs> it took them forever to clean it off. There's like his, their favorite snake was the Cobra. It has like its own part like four or five times. Yeah, the Cobra's Cobra. a major character in this Cobra's movie. got its own personality. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what looks great? When they do first open that tomb and you see the, the statue, the like the jackal. Looking up. That thing is terrifying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would make me not want to go in there. Scared Sala. Yeah. <laughs> what was it he had said? He says, you go first. How do you say it? Oh, yeah. Asps. Very dangerous. You go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. They they dug to find this hidden chamber. And like, no no one saw it. They they only know about it because they saw Indy digging it. Yeah. And yet when they lock him in, he just finds a back door that's completely not buried. Yeah. <laughs> well, he broke through a wall. Yeah. Another one. But no one noticed that wall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Wonder what that goes to. <laughs> They're very lazy. He only on noticed it because he saw the snakes coming through the hole. Yeah, I'm saying from the outside, you see the wall. You, oh, you would yeah, think you yeah. know there's a building there. Yeah, let's go. Let's go through that wall into the room that's at the source of the snakes. Yeah, I know where we're gonna go. <laughs> where all these guys are coming from. Uh, there's. That well, makes sense. I mean, they had to get there somehow, right? Yeah. There's a funny <laughs> thing when they get out of that tomb that I noticed, but didn't know what, why it was like that. Huh. I'd pointed it out to you. I'm like, who's that guy? When they push that rock out, and then he crawls out, and she crawls out behind him, and they start walking away, there's a guy just laid out next to where they came from. <laughs> People online were saying, oh, it's a, it's a, like a member of the crew that wasn't hiding well. It's not. It's, it was supposed to be a gag. When he pushes oh, yeah. the, the brick out, it knocks a dude out, but they cut the, right whole, he got hit with the whole gag. So you just see a guy laid out where they came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say half the scenes where you see her in the pit with him standing around the snakes. All the camera scenes where it's just showing her legs and the snakes, it's actually one of the Wrangler's legs. Oh, really? <laughs> That's cool, because it wouldn't be fair, because she's like basically in her underwear with a bunch of snakes, and he gets to wear all this stuff, leather jacket, pants, boots. boots. Yep. <laughs> she's barefoot. <laughs> it's just not right. I love him knocking over the statue to break the wall down. I don't see how he's alive. I don't see how he's that strong. Yeah, really. He's like breaks a statue in half with his leg power. That's like a fucking, that's like a six ton cement statue. <laughs> so good. I like that he gets jealous about the dress. Did you get that from him? Like there's not other things to worry about right now. <laughs> then we get the screaming corpses. Why are they screaming? Is that something they do when they die? Can't say I've come across many. I think corpses have gas and stuff and let out like weird sounds like that. I won't allow that. I will not allow you to tell me it's gas. Those corpses are screaming from their mouths. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like when things die, something like that happens. But it shouldn't be when it's that decayed. I feel like that's ghostly. Yeah. Ghostly intervention right there. Yeah. All the corpses look so good. 
I wonder if they're real corpses like in the Poltergeist. Yeah, she said she hated that scene more than the snake one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, but she said she would take the snakes any day, 100% of the time over the corpse scene. <laughs> Must have been real corpses. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> they did do that stuff back in the day. Yeah. Remember he did I, it in Poltergeist. Yeah. yeah, the ones in the freaking pool. See, watch right here. Ooh. That rock comes out. Uh-huh. It's funny because the shadow bounces, shows it's not that heavy. But then when they get out of the hole, there's going to be a guy just laid out under him. Which, yeah, by the way, he would not have been able to push that big no. rock. <laughs> just a dude laid out. <laughs> He was on siesta. <laughs> that's, that's the only way to interpret it in the final version. Yeah. He was napping. <laughs> oh, we get the great fight scene with friggin' super Nazi in the airplane. <laughs> yeah. That guy, he looks like, kind of looks like, is it Bill Cranston? But like, if instead of making meth, he was making steroids. Brian, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. <laughs> yeah, kind of. A little bit. I feel like I've seen him as something else and I can't place it. I think he's the... As like another thug. Yeah, I, I think he's the, in, in Road Warrior... I think he's oh, like the, the the cop that Mel Gibson goes to, like he, huh. the the first one where he's actually still a cop. Right, right. He has like a boss that's walking like, around shirtless. Yeah, it's like pre-apocalypse. Yeah, time, yeah. Like, I think it's the it's same dude. Yeah, he didn't have much problem with the first guy. Nazi, the body Ventura. <laughs> yeah, dude is huge. I love how he's just like kind of taking his time, like over super confident. Yeah, <laughs> he's just so happy to have a fight coming up. Yeah, he's like, oh, good, I get to punch him, bun. <laughs> You put it to punches, yeah. Taking his time, let the other just letting the other guy get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> Second time, Indy starts trying to climb the plane. <laughs> I love how he just that's something that Harrison Ford does great, and it's I think it's the same reason we like Die Hard so much. It's that when he goes into he gives that like uh, like I'm tired or exhausted size like, like oh, oh here we go. Yep. <laughs> He's never super up for it. His power is not so much martial arts or anything. It's just kind of dad strength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got that little extra luck. Yeah, the, yeah. The extra, little extra good guy luck. I told you that earlier. He's all luck. <laughs> the fight scenes are kind of corny, but you still like it because the, the sound effects make up for it. Yeah. That plane they're fighting on is not a real plane. No, it's modeled after a German plane, but that yeah. plane never existed. Yeah. Indy's a dirty fighter. <laughs> First chance he gets, he kicks the balls, throws dust in their eyes. Yeah, I'm fighting a dude that much bigger than me. I'd be probably doing this stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> You go into a fight knowing there's a 75% chance you're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> you do whatever you can. <laughs> Marion ends up in the plane shooting the turrets. Kind of like uh, they definitely copied that in Phantom Menace when Anakin gets in the plane and starts accidentally shooting everybody. Right. She's a badass. Yes, she is. She's a badass that gets kidnapped three times. <laughs> <laughs> At least she tries to fight, unlike olive oil. <laughs> oh. <laughs> olive oil. Olive oil, I think, is is in uh, four. Do they have a horrible female role like that? In I don't four? know. I, I only I watched like one second of that movie. <laughs> I'm not a Shia LaBeouf fan. Yeah, from what I've heard, he isn't either. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been so bad for the series if they just continued it with him being the new indie dude. <laughs> hey, does anybody know Indiana's name? <clears throat> no, his name Henry. Dr. Henry Walton Jones Jr., nickname yeah. Indiana. Which you learn in, what is it, the third movie? Yeah. They, they actually named the dog Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's where Spielberg got the name for him. Or, no. Uh, Lucas. Lucas, that's where George yeah. Lucas got the Originally, name it was Indiana Smith. Yeah. But Indiana was Lucas's dog's name. And then we get a little <laughs> blended Nazi. It's a great way to end Which, that fight. I don't understand how you don't hear that thing coming. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love it though. That's that. Usually you're like, oh, I want my hero to win. No, that's great. Yeah. I, I'd rather watch him get blinded. <laughs> Propeller saved him. He was pretty much getting his ass handed to him that whole fight. Yeah. He got four hits in. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. And you think like, okay, we found the arc. We're towards the end. No. There's about <laughs> an hour left. Because <laughs> first the Nazis steal it from him. Then he steals it from the Nazis. And the Nazis steal it back from him. Then he has to steal it back from the Nazis. <laughs> All the while, she has to get kidnapped three more times. Which I don't understand. After that plane blew up, why everything else on the whole base, their whole campsite was blown up. Yeah. I really thought when he asked to see the inside of the Ark before the Fuhrer did, there's going to be nothing in it that Indiana Jones was going to switch the boxes and have Right. So I was shocked, actually, <clears throat> when it didn't do that. Yeah. I thought it was weird on the boat when the rat's next to it and it starts burning the box. <laughs> oh, yeah. The rules to that box, that Ark, is kind of weird. Yeah. I don't understand how it works. Yeah, it kind of... There was some cut scenes that kind of explained where they talked a little bit more about like certain rituals that needed to be done to open it. That's why they brought it to that spot in the desert. Okay. We're up on that pedestal where they opened it. Yeah. Cause there was, it was supposed to be opened in a ritualistic way. So it didn't kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they missed a step somewhere. Yeah. That's not the way. <laughs> <laughs> but if you watch the movie, you it, nowhere does it explain why they went no. into the middle of the desert to open it up. <laughs> the only thing they say that is anything close to it is, uh, What's his name there? That one Nazi with the jaw. Wolf Collar. Colonel Dietrich. Really? Dietrich? Is it Dietrich? Colonel Dietrich. Yeah. He says to Belloc, I, I don't feel comfortable doing this Jewish ritual. Yeah. And that's when Belloc's like, well, would you rather bring it to the Fuhrer and it have nothing in it? Yeah. That's the only like reference we get to why they he's have to their, go to that island. He's like their guy that knows everything about it. I didn't understand why that guy thought that it was going to be a complete way to talk straight to God. Yeah, he was he was under the impression it was like a radio transmitter to God. Right, yeah. I don't know. People seem to say, think that about a lot of artifacts that are supposed to be related to him. The spear that Jesus was stabbed with, uh, the, the ark, the Noah's ark. <laughs> All that stuff's supposed to be like, like key ways to communicate. That threw me <laughs> off. You got the ark of the covenant and the Noah's ark, and they're two different types of things. Yeah, yeah. One's a box, one's a boat. I put on a show one time on TV where it was uh, the search for the Ark. And it was like 15 or 20 minutes into the show before I realized which Ark they were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't find it. No. <laughs> I love this part. Those, look at this guy. It's like the one dude that knew he just saw the main character of the movie. He looked so happily surprised when he's laying on the hood. This is great audio. Just, oh, look at this part. I never, I never quite understood how that big ass truck caught up to that smaller car. Yeah, or how that horse caught up to all those trucks. <laughs> yeah, must not be traveling very fast. I had to look up the kill count. Luckily, there's a website that handily tells you the kill count. Really? Because I was like, Indy kills a lot of people. So I found the tally of all Harrison Ford character kills, and that's 181 total. Like total all his movies from all his movies. Yep, which is a low number. Really. In this movie, Sounds like a lot to me. <laughs> not compared to the other actors, really. In this movie, Indiana kills eleven people. Just in this one, yeah. Yep. What was <laughs> it? Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and him and Sylvester Stallone probably got the highest. Yeah, count. I think it went to like four <laughs> or five hundred with them. Brendan Fraser has over two thousand. Really? Good lord! There's a total of sixty-three deaths in this movie. Wow! Indiana kills eleven people. Marion kills twelve. 
<laughs> she kills one more than Indiana in this movie. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Meanwhile, gets kidnapped three times. Yeah. But is more lethal than Indy. <laughs> <laughs> She was doing good with that freaking pan. She's got the yeah. element of surprise on her because they don't expect it from her. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't even talked about it. It might be 13 because that, that guy in the bar might have died from alcohol poisoning. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we don't I, see him get back up. I was trying to figure out how she didn't die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, she doesn't seem to be affected by alcohol. I kept thinking that we're going to see a scene where she's like dumping the drink secretly. No, she's drinking it. It's yeah. fine. I like some of the lines in this movie. Like, it's not the years, it's the mileage. But I also liked when he when he's getting on the boat, the one guy's like, I've heard a lot about you. You're exactly as I imagined. <laughs> Your appearance is just as I imagined. Because it's wow. so you're so used to I thought you'd be taller. I thought you'd be taller. It's like the yeah. line. You look exactly the way I thought. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I liked him. I thought he was gonna be a traitor on the boat, but he wasn't. The captain? Yeah. Yeah. Cause everyone has pretty much you just feel like everybody's gonna turn on Indy. Yeah, yeah. Even Sala. I kept waiting for Sala to have a turn. <laughs> Harrison Ford did a lot of his own stunts in this. Not everyone, but a lot of them. Right. Uh, Running from the ball. Yeah. He ran from that boulder 10 times. I know. To get that shot. That scene 10 times. And every time they had to do it, they had to rebuild the stalactites yeah. that the ball was crushing. How long did that take? I don't know. It took, I think it was a couple of weeks. They were yeah. doing it. At least he had a break in between. It wasn't like he had to keep going back to back. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. On, Just uh, immediately turn around and start over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but getting dragged from the truck by the rope. <laughs> yeah that's great that all looks great he said what did he say he said something about why why couldn't we can't we do this on a day where it's not 140 degrees yeah <laughs> imagine how hot the ground is just laying down on it god uh, yeah i mean <laughs> that's how they kill people dragging them behind yeah <laughs> i guess he he shot a cameo for the book of boba fett oh really han solo is going to be in it at some point huh. yes before that's he got cool. killed in the movie spoiler yeah. alert sorry <laughs> <laughs> boba fett it starts out at least it seems like it starts out right after Luke and Leia kill Jabba the Hutt. Oh, yeah. Because he, you see him crawl out of the Sarlacc pit. Okay. It's really cool. I like it. Yeah, it looks great. And I hate Star Wars. Yeah, what was it? Spielberg said he like hated that. that scene. He hated doing off such a popular character in such a weak manner. <laughs> Getting thrown into the Sarlacc pit, and that was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, he said it was, he felt like it was such a weak ending to him. Yeah. When I was a kid and I first saw the first three Star Wars movies, I, he was like one of my favorites. I had the action figures, all that stuff. No, but I liked him because he had all the cool gadgets. He had like the flamethrower on his wrist, little missiles on his back, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. I like that the floss sticker gets burnt off. Like we mentioned it, but it's just, fl- how do you say that? Swastika? Swastika gets burnt Swastika. off. Swastika. Oh, the box the Ark was in? Yeah, because yeah, that's the first thing that burns. It's like, this is a box of god this cannot be what i'm in (laughs) like there's something wrong about this being on me i love they got the german u-boat in there that boat that they're on by the way the one they're escaping on they had uh gone around and looked at different boats and they said okay this is the one we want right here and then months later when they went back to go film they had completely repainted the boat oh no it was bright white and blue (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, no, we can't have this. We can't We can't do this. So they had to hire a whole crew to go back and, and make the boat look old and cruddy again. <laughs> <laughs> that U-boat, too. They borrowed that U-boat from another, or that submarine from another movie. Really? I just watched Hunt for Red October again the other day. I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> just made me think of it. It's a great shot, though. The captain's like, where's Indy? I don't know. We looked all over. We haven't seen him. Oh, there he is. Where? And you see the music cuts again. <laughs> and he's climbing the submarine. <laughs> yeah. There he is. 
Which I kind of thought that was kind of a dumb thing. I mean, it's a sub. That's what I was thinking. And all the doors are shut. How are you going to get in there? (laughs) If if they go underwater, you're in trouble, boat. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they didn't go underwater. (laughs) Even though you see the whole movie, every time they go from one country to another, you see the map and like the lines showing how far they (laughs) went. Mm -hmm. He gets on that sub and you see a line going all the way across the the whole ocean. I mean, he took a pretty long trip on that (laughs) submarine. (laughs) Which, I mean, you know, if he opened up a hatch and went inside, they were all over him. Yeah. So he had to stay on top. When you but ever he hear... gets down there and he, what, he hits two people because the first one, the outfit didn't fit. And the second <laughs> one walked up on him. Yeah. He easily dispatches hit. Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's a scene where you could argue that they see him. Yeah. <laughs> Knocking out and getting changed right on a catwalk everybody's looking at. <laughs> these men keep dressing her in these really flirtatious dresses that she does not really... Isn't into. she still in the same? Oh no! Now she's no. in her getting like nightgown. Yeah. Yeah. Thought it was funny. She was, or she was trying to take care of Indy's wounds and everything she touched. She's like, ow, ow, ow. I think it was the elbow was the only thing that didn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then her comment: "We never get cut a break or something." I was like, "You're still supposed to not like him. He left you. You yeah. should not care about anything he says right now." I thought it was great. She started. They started kissing, and he just passes out, uh-huh. goes to sleep. <laughs> I mean, look at everything he's been through. I know all the locations look great. Yeah, you, you would think, oh, it's going to start looking repetitive. They keep going to all the different, all these different countries. No, they they all look like very different places. Yeah. No, they did go to different countries. They went to a few different yeah. countries. Nowadays, that's all CGI. And because of the time frame they were on in the movie to be in, they had to take down all kinds of antennas, <laughs> like TV antennas that were on top of people's huts. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy how much goes into a movie that's in the past at that time. Yeah. It's when you had to care about locations and scenery and backgrounds. Yeah. Now it's like, well, we could just shoot it in a warehouse to make everything green. Yeah. We'll put them in. I mean, like like Jungle Cruise with The Rock. You look at the behind-the-scenes stuff, they're just in a green and they room. Don't ha- it, the, those movies don't have the same feel as the old ones. No. Being on location made a difference. This is like art. All these things coming together to make this movie. You have to have the, the right location, the yep. right prop masters to make the right stuff, try to find as much of the good stuff you can. Mm-hmm. They just don't care about that part now. Even just Indy's coat. You know those 10 coats? No. <laughs> I know I wanted it. They they were all <laughs> brand new coats, and I had to hand age them. Yeah. Use wire brushes and knives to scuff them up. <laughs> How do you think he got that chin scar? <laughs> well, they explained it in the mo- one of the movies. In the third one, they say he whipped himself, yeah. yeah. But there's another movie. But he has it in every movie. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a real scar on him. I feel like there was a story about him passing out and hitting a toilet. <laughs> I don't know. I imagine that could work. I mean, porcelain sucks. Yeah. It do. It, it definitely cuts really good. I think it cuts better than a knife probably would. <laughs> it's horrible. That guy is just all jaw. That Colonel Dietrich. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Hitler's idea of the perfect soldier. Yeah. Even though Hitler didn't have blonde hair or blue eyes. <laughs> that was funny. He was like, yeah, only good people are the blonde hair, blue eyes, Aryan. Hey, Adolf, did you check the mirror real quick? No, it says about his chin scar, it says an unknown Ford was driving to work at a California department store one morning when he fumbled with his seatbelt and crashed into a telephone pole. Ah. That's how Harrison Ford got that scar. Okay. They explain it a way different way in the movie, but. Yeah. <laughs> it was the seatbelt that got him. Yeah, find the seatbelt. <laughs> That's why you supposed to put it on before you start the car. Yeah. <laughs> Probably passed a cop and was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Let me put the seatbelt on real quick. Smash. I love they're walking through this like desert 
and you got the Inquisitor there, just dressed in all black with a leather trench coat, sweating his balls off. Of course. Yeah. Did you have to wear the leather trench coat in the desert? <laughs> black leather trench coat. Yeah. He's supposed to be like a Gustapo, right? Like, I think so. He's the only one with a different colored coat. <laughs> I, I still don't. I don't understand how he thought that bazooka scene was going to work toward him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he was going for there. Just a bluff. Yeah. <laughs> Made her happy. It's got to be hard to figure out all the different ways to save Marion after she gets kidnapped three times. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a play on Maid Marion with Robin Hood always having to like do things for her, too. Yeah. Probably not, but that's how I feel like it. At a certain point, you're just going to be like, all right, you know what? Keep her. Yeah. <laughs> this is becoming more trouble than it was worth. It's like when Mario keeps saving the princess from Bowser. Eventually, you just yeah. go find a different princess. Well, same thing, what? Lois Lane? She was always having to get saved for Superman, too, right? Yeah. yeah. Have to have somebody he has to save. That's because she was like the Scooby-Doo crew. She was always snooping. Yep. <laughs> Got her in trouble. How many T's in bloodletting? You know what that's from? Mm-mm. Superman the movie. Oh. She's trying to write. She she can't spell anything, but every word she's trying to write is like bloodletting, murder, rapist. Oh, <laughs> There's one P in rapist. <laughs> it's all horrible things she's writing about. Wow. Well, that's realistic. We put on the ball dropping, and the first thing he put on was the ball dropping with the news. And I was like, this is more depressing than my serial killer stuff. Please switch oh, yeah. this. It was like the Scrooged bit, but in real life. Really? It's, yeah, it was horrible. Every commercial that played during the ball dropping ceremony, on the on, it was on Hulu, we were yeah. watching it. It was all like... Things about children being hurt. Yeah. Oh, serial killers. Big big yeah. on serial killers. Court <laughs> wow. cases for rapists and stuff. Yeah. All all before, like, before and after the ball drop ceremonies. It's just custom commercials. He killed 47 people. And I'm uh, like, really? This is the Scrooge bit. That's nuts. And then going on about this teenage girl that has the same name as your mom going on about that one. I don't even know that what her weird. crime is. We just caught that. I was like, that's not right. Yeah. They have the wow. wrong woman. <laughs> I don't know what you were watching. <laughs> it was horrible, Bob. The one I watched was Miley Cyrus doing the hosting the whole Christmas event. And it was just, we switched it. It was just all music. Uh, the one I watched was the <laughs> Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year. No, yeah. no, I didn't see that one. Was Dick Clark there? No, Dick Clark died about no. eight years ago. <laughs> But they did uh, flashbacks they didn't of the old prop ones. them up on one of the floats. No, I thought they were going to. Yeah, the one I watched had uh, they did. Miley Cyrus did a song that meant, like the minute the ball got done dropping, she went into a song, and halfway through it, she had to run off stage because her top came off. Are you <laughs> yeah. Oh God! I remember one year I was watching the ball drop, and it was uh, Jamie Kennedy was running it. He was like the host of the ball dropping ceremony, and by the yeah. like, it, so many things went wrong. <laughs> really? There's probably videos of it online. Like that people were starting to fight. On the wow. stage while he was trying to talk. Like you stand there with the microphone and there's just a fist fight breaks out right next to him. And he's like, okay, this wow. is a nightmare. It was like, well, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And it's all live. So you can find video of it. It's great. That's crazy. For some reason, after this whole scene was over, I thought I felt like he had gotten uh, like a crucifix or a piece of wood through his hand. Look at that. Yeah, that certainly does look like R2's head. Does it look, it look like they have R2's head on a stick? Unless you see it from both sides and it's a ball. Yeah. It can't just be my imagination. That is the top of R2. We just find a new Easter egg nobody's talked about. It's so glaring. How does <laughs> no one notice that? We didn't even talk about when Belloc eats the fly. No. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys notice that? No. He claims he claims there was a there was a deleted or a 
unused scene where it came out of his mouth. Yeah, he, he says but, that. But Spielberg says he he doesn't think so. <laughs> I, I didn't catch that part, but I, I'm watching the scene, and he's like, yeah, if you look, there's a few frames that were cut. Yeah. No, there's not, dude. You ate that fly. Yeah, Spielberg said he was he's the guy that's in charge of editing that stuff, and he didn't, he didn't notice any that thing ever coming out. <laughs> I love it. His head shrinks. His straight up melts. Now, that <laughs> melting skull, that's actually... Over ten hours, really and they had to make speed that. it up. Yeah, because they they wow. put like heat lamps and stuff in front of it, so it would melt, but it melted slow. <laughs> the arcs just dissolved everybody. Yeah, and sucked them up. <laughs> Sent them all to heaven. Looks so good. Like how all that blast comes up from the arc, shoots up in the sky, opens the clouds, all that. Then the lid comes down and lands right on the arc. Yeah, that's a little cartoony. Good dunk. Yeah. <laughs> That was the one thing I didn't like of that whole scene was that the lid came down perfectly <laughs> yeah. on top of it like that. Basically. I don't think she would have kept her eyes closed the whole time. Yeah. She's too curious. I feel like her character, yeah. <laughs> curious and defiant. <laughs> Tell me what to do. <laughs> and plus, no one told Andy not to have his eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that goes back to cut scenes. Yeah, yeah. Something somewhere in one of the cut scenes, it's, it's, uh, he says something about he read something about uh, do not stare directly into it or, or directly at it, something like that. We cut back to the two Army intelligence guys with the museum curator. Basically like, yeah, that's great. You found the Ark. Um, we're taking that. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they told him at the beginning he could, go, he could have it for the museum. Yeah. Until it melted 17 Nazis. Yeah. And now it's like, well, we should probably hold on to this thing. What did you expect? <laughs> what did you think the army yeah. was going to do when you had a weapon of mass destruction? You're not going to let me keep it? Yeah. <laughs> top men. We've got top men working on it. Who? Like, like I know everybody. <laughs> yeah. Top men. They need to make a movie about in between all the indie movies. Like, why they keep breaking up. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's like 47 novels. <laughs> really? Yeah. And yeah. there's a, a young Indiana Jones TV series. That I've, I've heard of. I think I've seen one episode. But there's a, there's enough novels to where they don't have to write another movie. They could just use a novel. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever get anybody to portray Indiana Jones, though. So that box that where, we see where, right there. It's good. Yeah. That's the one you see in Red Notice. The same number and everything. Yeah. Oh, is that? Yeah, but that's supposed to be a German bunker, isn't it? Yeah. How'd they get it back? Yeah. <laughs> That's a movie for another time, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Moore, second unit director. You think that's the Michael Moore? Got me. I don't know how old he is now. That'd be my only like reference to place whether it could have been him or not. The new Indiana Jones, they can't put that like in present time. No. It wouldn't make any sense. No, it'd have to be sometime after, well, I mean, 40 years after. If, if they do it as much as he aged, it'd have to be like 40, 40 years after World War II. They'd have to put it in the 70s. Yeah. If they put that, if, they, if people are using cell phones in that movie, then then Indiana Jones isn't immortal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The newest they can make is seventies. That's yeah. the only way it makes sense. Yep. I mean, it could be sixties if they right want him playing younger than he is. Yeah. But he hurt himself making this one now. Yeah, this has to be the last one. Unless somebody changes his mind and he does a movie where he passes the torch to somebody, I don't see them changing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Varney. Somebody somebody made a comment somewhere. One of the blogs I was looking at about Indiana Jones, because Harrison Ford was so adamant about it ending with him, nobody would dare try and make another another Indiana Jones movie without him until after he does. I don't know. People are very gutsy. <laughs> I don't feel like they care about people's feelings anymore. 
He's so standoffish in real life. Like, yeah. have you ever seen the one where David Blaine's doing a magic trick for him in the kitchen? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I part of me felt like that was staged. Oh, maybe I don't know, but just the way he acts, just <laughs> get yeah. the hell out of my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a witch. Leave here. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's told people before going on talk shows, "Don't ask me about Star Wars." <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird when an actor does that. <laughs> Do you guys have any favorite scenes? A few. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, my favorite scene is the one that everybody has mentioned the most is that that sword fight with the gunshot scene. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that was the one moment where I just laugh. <laughs> yeah. Or at the very least smile every time I see that scene. <laughs> Knowing it's coming, I still yeah. smile when I see it. My favorite's the snakes. I like the snakes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Mine's the truck fight. Yeah. That was good. That was my favorite. All the action they figured out to do on that truck. It just seemed like they used every bit of that truck. (laughs) They figured out a way to use the bottom, the sides, the back, the top. The grill, everything. The grill. They they used that truck. (laughs) Hell, even the ground underneath it with him being dragged. Yeah. So cool. Hopefully kids never try to do any of that stuff. (laughs) Least favorite would have to be. I think Indiana Jones is the movie that got me doing stupid stuff. Yeah, it'll do it. <laughs> I was a kid. I was running through the woods, hanging from swinging from trees and branches and all this stuff. And Listen, after watching it, I'm impressed <laughs> if a kid even goes out the door and leaves their Xbox now. Yeah. I'll take it. Well, I didn't have those when I was a kid. I know that's what I'm saying. I had there's only so much pong you can play in a day. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized looking at the title, the way the words are, Indiana Jones. If you just put a space in between the N and the D, it's a porno title. In Diana Jones. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Back those days, that's how they would do the porns. It would be like a fun pun on it. Now it's not. Now it's like Indiana Jones XXX. Yeah, yeah. So that sucks. But it used to have a pun. <laughs> I don't know. They made a... Do you hear about the fan movie? No. It was... How old were they? I think they were seven years old when they started making it. <laughs> Kids. They, they, made, they started making this fan-made, scene-for-scene movie, a copy of Indiana Jones. They started when they were seven, and they finished seven years later. <laughs> and just as recent as 2014, they started a go. They did a GoFundMe where they could build the the one wing plane. Okay. So because that was the one scene they were missing from the movie, right? And it disappeared like from the internet for the longest time. And then it, in 2014, when they did that, it resurfaced, and uh, Steven Spielberg actually saw it, went and met them, and talked to them <laughs> about it, and all that stuff. He loved it. That's cool. They say they, they, people have labeled it the greatest fan-made movie ever made. Wow. And it's all Raiders? <laughs> yeah. Scene for scene of Raiders. Started by kids. Yeah, I mean, there's, there really wasn't much to complain about with this one. Everything's great. I even like the the melting face effect. I didn't think it looked bad at all. Yeah. Of everything they did in the movie, that to me, that was kind of the least effective. But I don't know. God, it affected me. <laughs> <laughs> It affected some people because people, they wanted to rate it R for that. Yeah. I mean, I remember first when I did wax. first see it, that, that was the scene that really stuck with me. That guy's face melting. <laughs> I remember seeing that as a kid and I thought it was, I still at the time, I thought it looked fake. <laughs> that's so weird. Even doing research for it, like, I, that, that's what everybody raved about, how great really? that looked. You two seem to be the only ones I've ever heard say they didn't like it. I don't think maybe I like I'm just, face melting. Maybe I'm just burnt out from all the more modern stuff. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, I, I got upset about when we were watching Poltergeist and that one in the mirror. I was like, I would. Yeah, that one no was college. horribly bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I like the ones on the wax house. If I had to pick one that didn't look good, it would be Alfred Molina's body. 
<clears throat> when you see him, yeah, that looks pretty. That bad didn't too. look like him at all after he got hit with the spike. Yeah, yeah. But with the with the face melting, you look at it and it looks like the actor, but that's not the actor. It is just a a sculpted yeah. head. No, they, in the beginning, right before it melted, it I mean, it looked really realistic. Yeah, it, it made it look good. But once it started melting, is what. Yeah. Like it made was it an up awesome good. face. Like he was awesome yeah. doing it. I just didn't like how the the heat going made it look. If that makes sense, it didn't make it look like it was actually human at the beginning. My least favorite, I guess, if I have to pick one, only because it just seems like it didn't need to be there. Uh, it's a fine scene. I don't like taking any time away from like, you know, it's so hard. With with movies like this, especially when like the the title of the movie is the guy's name of the main character, yeah. But Belloc and and Marion's scene in that tent when they're drinking together <clears throat> and yeah. like she's try- it just it doesn't do anything for the storyline. We don't yeah, learn anything. No. Nothing happens. It's just a, a big chunk of the movie to them yeah. drinking and laughing together. And she even says like, "I like you. You're cool." And then. <laughs> He's going to die later. He's a bad dude. None of yeah. it mattered. It just seemed like they didn't need that scene. And she could have went right after him with the knife, too, and she kind of chose to back off. Yeah. Like she was just going to walk out. None of it really made any sense for it being there. Yeah. I felt the same way about the beginning scene, though, with him in the classroom. Like, I know why they wanted to set it up, but I didn't need to see all the girls going gaga Google. It was so weird. It was so weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that's the one I would have taken out. <laughs> the eyelid lady. I mean, it's it's... We're talking about it, so obviously yeah. there's a reason they did it. It made us talk about it, but it was so weird and out of place. I mean, if I had to rate it, for me, this one, I'm, this one's a ten. Yeah, I don't know if I go as ten. I, I would think ten is perfect. Yeah, I don't know how I'm, much better you can get. I'm at a nine. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll fair. stay with Bob with a nine. It's just it, to me, it's it's a perfect action adventure movie. It is pretty good. It's <laughs> like, got it's got all the elements. We were complaining, but the things we complained about are just so nitpicking. Trivial, it's not, yeah. yeah, it's nothing to hurt the movie. We're watching it forty no, and years obviously later. It's still, yeah, it's, it, it's still watch. holding up. They're still making sequels. So. Yeah, <laughs> so crazy to think that the main character of this movie from forty years ago is doing another movie in the franchise <laughs> yeah. next year. <laughs> I don't know how much he could be involved in the action. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously he's involved somewhat. He broke his leg doing this. I think it's, I think it was his leg he broke. I heard something about an ankle injury, and then most recently he hurt his shoulder, and he's actually been in a wheelchair because of it somehow. God. But he's just, I mean, he's what, 78, 80 years old? Yeah, he's got to be right about there. Yeah, hes he needs to stop doing his own stunts. <laughs> it's <laughs> no about doubt. that time. Why don't you just tell me how old he is? I'm kind of curious now. He's got to be like 78, 79, something like that. Yeah, 79. Okay. God. That's a good one. <laughs> it, it's rare we find one that's just like great all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> I think this one and what gladiator are probably the two highest ranked ones we got yeah or i think those are the two we get the highest ranks too <laughs> i think i gave first blood a 10 did you yeah yeah of course you did and probably rocky as well <laughs> i gave a 10 to a more recent one too i think oh uh did you? halloween did you yeah I forgot, I forgot what the scores were in that one i think i gave halloween a 10 i, lo- <clears throat> I love that movie <laughs> that was good too yeah spielberg finished this one 18 days under s- schedule which is like really unheard of for him because you yeah, considering I mean, the whole crew got sick. Yeah, that and like Jaws went months over schedule. Poltergeist went over shark. schedule. The shark kept messing yeah. up. Yeah. Was it his fault? Well, if you like what you heard, we have an email. <laughs> movies Against Time at gmail.com. Instagram at Movies Against. Facebook, Movies Against Time. If you want to get a hold of us, just dial four on any phone <laughs> and it'll be linked right to our messages. You wish you had that much Is that power. How that works? 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I set it up. I just had to make a few calls. It's all set up. Just dial four on any phone. You'll get I right to us. a lot of wrong numbers. <laughs> no matter what time of day you call, Bob will answer. <laughs> yeah. You say so. <laughs> it must be true. <laughs> yep. Anything we're forgetting before we shut this one down? Oh, yeah. There was another related thing to Star Wars. What's that? That that valley that they're walking through when he points the rocket launcher at him, uh-huh. that's the same place where the sand people take R2. Oh, that the makes sense. exact same location. That's funny. <laughs> I wanted to mention that and totally forgot until now. <laughs> yeah. I do that all the time. Every time we, we like finish the podcast, I close it down. and It's like, oh, yeah, I should have said. Three hours later, I'm like, oh, I want to talk about. <laughs> oh, I did want to bring up something here. It's not movie. It's not related to this movie, but it's just... Some guy got on our Facebook page and was very upset with with us. Oh, really? Yeah. And I could tell it's not a listener. As a matter of fact, I can tell he didn't listen to the, the episode. Really? His whole comment is about the description I put for the episode. Really? Oh, wow. I just rubbed the guy the wrong way with this description. In case nobody out there knows, at some point, she's going to release him to us. About 90% of the episode, Sylvia's sitting here while we're talking, drawing pictures related to the movie. Yeah. She's our stenographer. <laughs> yeah, in, in photo form. Yeah. <laughs> and not, not anything we say. <laughs> I listen to what you say. You found it? Well, you know what? That makes sense because it's not even a guy. It's poltergeist reclamation effort. <laughs> For the record, the directing credit being debated has always been under the auspices of the biased and those willing to buy into marketing campaigns methods of bribery (laughs) there's lots about this film we don't know and it's because people are so willing to believe the outright lies happy holiday (laughs) and in in the description of the episode i put up i say uh uh, basically that toby hooper directed it and it's it's a something that has been debated i don't say he didn't and as a matter of fact, in the episode, I, I hint towards that, and, and Bob's the one that says, no, Toby Hooper's the director. So we already corrected it before you jumped on there, but you didn't listen to the episode. You just made your comment because yeah. you saw you read a description. Yeah. He'll never hear this because he's not watching. Yeah. Or listening. <laughs> so it was funny how mad he got about a description. Like, I didn't even think <laughs> nothing of it when I wrote it. But I did want to bring it up because, I mean, I, if, if that's what it is, then my bad. Right. I shouldn't have put that it's debated, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to get it wrong. If, if, right. if, if we say something wrong, I do want to be told it's it wrong. Debated, yeah. The, whatever the facts are, the, are the facts. But yeah. people are debating it. <laughs> I get if I put in the description like it says directed by Toby Hooper, but it was totally directed by Spielberg. Then yeah, yeah maybe you could argue that. But I didn't say that. <laughs> right, yeah, just said it was debated. Happy holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you can just the way it's written, you can hear the attitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I may have been put throwing a little bit more attitude on it, but that's the way I read it. Yeah. Anything else? Go nope. for it. I'll take them. Leave all the comments you want. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone have a happy new year, and this is a good start to 2022. 